Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Brewer Gio Coney alive for the Bill Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. So I don't know if we had a chance to tell you, but we were walking around that Super Bowl tailgate before the game. I hear someone yell out, G! And I'm like, oh no. Here we go. This is another uh, person that, that Al's going to have to stiff arm because he doesn't want to deal with another uh, listener request for a picture or something like that. I turn around and who is it? Mr. Hollywood himself. Kevin Burkhart. Kevin Burkhart and his lovely wife going to the game as fans and not worrying about any of the nonsense that someone like Kevin Burkhart would have to worry about if we were a Fox Super Bowl where he's getting dragged around everything else. And I remember last year at the Super Bowl, we couldn't even get Kevin Burkhart on or in the, the uh, at the set because he was such a high-demand broadcaster at the time. Uh, so I was uh, surprised that his bodyguards allowed me to get that close to him. <laughs> and uh, and Eddie gave him yeah. one of his patented Scazzeri hugs. Uh, but yeah, I was I was talking to Kevin Burkhart, and we were just... We, I didn't ask him anything about Tom Brady or Greg Olson or any of that. We were just all reminiscing about the WFAN days and talking about things that were important to us. And then after that interaction, I said, man, that guy, not only has he called a Super Bowl already... He's going to be working with Tom Brady. He does all the, the the baseball stuff as well. He's like friendly with A-Rod and David Ortiz and Frank Thomas and Greg Olson and now Tom Brady and all these people. Like he, you want to talk about a, he's still relatively young. Talk about he got in the world by the balls, this man. And I felt uh, just great for him. And uh, he's going to be even more in the spotlight when Tom Brady joins the broadcast now, I guess Tom Brady has asked lots of different broadcasters, people who have done this before, for advice. And he's had long conversations with them. So how did your call go with Tom Brady? Uh, my call. You didn't talk to him? No. Why didn't he call you? I don't know. He should have called you. He should have. You would have thought he would have. Yeah. I don't know. He didn't. I mean, you would be the guy to talk to. Well, uh, yeah. You? I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's talking to, uh, I'm trying to think. I, I would assume Chris Collinsworth. I would assume... Troy, Troy Aikman. Aikman, yeah, those guys, yeah, yeah. But still, I mean, come on, you've been around it. You call, you did every single bit of the the, the you run the gamut of NFL broadcasting. Yes, he should call you, and he's got your number, doesn't he? Yes, he does. I think but that's, I, I I think that's listen, sloppy. At, I don't think at, at, at the end of the day, you know, it'll be fine. And Kevin Burkhart will be a great play by play guy working with Tom Brady. It's probably be a little bit of nerves. 
starting for Kevin. You know, I don't know how well they know each other or have gotten to know each other. And Kevin's in a weird spot, too. It's just like he's in the really weirdest of spots because he's losing a guy that he's actually built up a great rapport with. Yeah. And they've gotten great reviews. Yeah, it's it is it's tough, but he doesn't make those decisions, and he probably has to be like, "Listen, Greg, there's nothing I could do about this." I was man. a little surprised that he was at the game. I figured that he and Brady would have been somewhere, maybe like in Hollywood or something, calling the game just to get the feel of it. Yeah, and maybe they did that with one of the playoff games. Maybe they did that with a late. I mean, no, because he he wouldn't be. Burkhart would have been calling a game. So because no I would way. think yeah. that I, you know, assuming that. I did. I didn't get a chance to do this when I started, but now with all the technology and everything that's out there, you would think that he would, you know, get used to the telestrator, understand that when you're doing the game, you should be looking at the monitor instead of the game because the monitor tells you what people at home are watching. Yeah, and he sees the game completely in a different set of, you know, through a different set of eyes than everybody else, and he'll be talking about things that nobody knows what he's talking about because it won't be on the air. Unless he's already worked it out with the director and and they figure out how they're going to do this. Because usually I've worked with directors where, you know, they are showing you shots that you're reacting to. Yeah. And then I've worked with directors where they're following what you're saying. And that's, and that's a little, <laughs> it's a little nuanced kind of situation. Like you want to tell the story. You want to be able to, you know, talk about it, how you see it in your eyes. But then again... What's on TV may not be what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, I was also thinking about Burkhardt, the whole Greg Olson thing. Like, if you're Burkhardt and you start hanging out with Tom Brady, because Tom Brady, I mean, his life is incredible. If you watch it on social media, he's on this yacht, he's on this beach, he's at this wonderful house, he's doing this with his kids, whatever it may be. And if, if you're Kevin Burkhardt and you got invited to one of these things... Yeah. Like, you got to be like, Tom, don't, you know, don't post any pictures of me being here because Greg Olson's going to get upset. You know, it's like almost like a new I mean, relationship. Like I told you, it's like a weird deal. It's almost like a brand, like a new relationship. Like, you you, you know, you, you dump the one person and you don't want to be seen with the other one, really. Yeah, but he really didn't dump anybody. This yeah, but that's the way he's got to I mean, feel, this though. This the plan. This you was know? the, and Greg Olson knew that this was the plan. No, I know. But imagine, like, seeing, like, this Tom Brady. If you're Greg Olson, Tom Brady and, and Kevin Burkhardt out on a yacht somewhere. Together on his social media, you're like, oh, that man. sucks. Yeah, oh, it sucks. Damn. And here I am working with, uh, I don't know, Andrew Catalan. <laughs> you know, it's like, what happened? What happened here? Oh man, it just sucks. I was calling the Super Bowl one minute, and I got bumped for this guy, and now they're out in a yacht somewhere in Croatia together. <laughs> It's incredible. <laughs> wow, my life took a turn. Wow, the other thing, too, is that Kevin's got all this baseball coming up now. Yeah, that that is true. But he is he is pure Hollywood, man. You see the way he was dressed, Eddie? Oh, my goodness. And I was thinking, this is a guy who I used to call to give shifts to. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And who I have in my phone as Genghis Khan. Because <laughs> we were making fun of the fake names he used to have to use. That is right. They had to use fake names, which is a inside radio type thing. But when you worked for, I don't know, whatever is a union thing. But yeah, Kevin Wayne, right? That was that one of the right. fake names. Uh, Rocky is in North Brunswick. Rocky, you're on the fan. What's up? Hey, hey, Jim Boomer. How are you guys? Great, Rocky. What do you got for us? All right, couple, just a couple of quick things. I just want to ask Boomer. Hey, Boomer. Hey. Um, I'm about your age, and I remember when the Super Bowl was just the Super Bowl. There was no halftime show, no co commercials, no... Did you like it better that way? Again, I know that you're part of the broadcast, and they're awesome, but 
just as a fan's perspective, watching it the way it used to be versus how it is now, what do you prefer? Because I prefer the way it was. It's just about the game instead of everything else except the game. Yeah, you know, Rocky, it would be very simple to be able to just broadcast a normal game and and let the Super Bowl be the Super Bowl like every other game that is being played. But because of the amount of people and the amount of eyeballs that come to this game, uh, you know, things are going to be added to it. And it's just the reality that these these major networks that pay all this money for these NFL rights fees have got to make the money back somehow. Mm -hmm. And this is their big chance to try to, you know, cut into the amount of money that they owe the NFL moving forward. So I don't know if we clear $600 million in this game. It's because of, you know, the commercials. It's because of the halftime show. It's because of the teams that are playing. And it's an unfortunate reality that the game is going to be interrupted. And it's going to feel like it's a choppy game. You know, until like all of a sudden this game picked up in the fourth quarter. Yeah, right. Thanks in large part to a muff punt. Muff. What are you looking for? A muff. Uh, Do you see all this John Feliciano stuff that was going on? Yeah, so he's the offensive lineman who got hurt for the San Francisco 49ers. I think he tore a pectoral muscle. Yes. And, and he was he, with the Giants, John. Right. And he played 31 plays in the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. So I did see some of this where he woke up to a lot of people blaming uh, their right tackle, McKivitz, for a missed block assignment on Chris Jones late in overtime. Yeah, so there was a this viral tweet that is out there with the video like we talked about with Chase Young leading up to the Super Bowl where everybody is blaming Colton McKivitz as you said. So John Feliciano decides to pipe in on this. Hungover. Hungover as he says. Yes. And he goes, "I know you know all, so you should know that's not Colton's guy." Feliciano initially responded before adding, a quick chop is not needed if the guy that was supposed to block him blocks him, end quote. And Feliciano was implying that Burford, uh, who is his first name is on uh, Spencer, Spencer Burford, who was, came in for Feliciano, right, was responsible for leaving Chiefs defensive uh, and Chris Jones unblocked because he, he missed his assignment. That's right. Which, like, this is the thing. That irks the crap out of coaches and players. Yeah. Because many of us, fans included, all jump to conclusions and we all think we know who's responsible for who. And when in actuality, that person may be trying to do two things because somebody else is make, doing the wrong thing on his team. Sure. But is it up to his teammate to, to come in and defend one teammate and then crush another one? Yeah, it's a really weird spot. It's a really weird spot. And I know uh, Buford, when he woke up the next morning, he saw all this stuff. He said, it was sheesh. His fault. Yes. It's sheesh. I opened up my app to this. Get well soon, bro. Well, you know, what Buford could have done is, is I, and I don't know the timing of all this. Yeah. But this all could have been, uh, I think, put to bed had Buford came out and said, you know, that was my mistake. I missed my block. Yeah. Which he didn't. He didn't say anything. <laughs> Meanwhile, McKivitz is getting hammered. That is true. It would be up to Spencer Burford to do that. Burford, yes, uh, as opposed Burford, to John. Yes. As opposed to John Feliciano. So then John Feliciano is in the crosshairs again because Jalen Carter of the Philadelphia Eagles. After this happens, and Feliciano crushes Burford. Burford. Let's just call him Buford. Right. Uh, so <laughs> he uh, crushes him. 
Jalen Carter responds of the Eagles, says, same dude, meaning Feliciano, who spoke on my dead teammate and the reason I was emotional during our game. Now, Jalen Carter mm-hmm. was in that car accident after Georgia's season before he got drafted where a teammate died in the accident and he survived when there was some reckless driving involved. It was like a trainer who died. Or one of the... And I thought he had a teammate, too, wasn't it? Maybe, yeah, okay. But well, yeah, to, he was involved in drag racing or whatever, racing. Right. So this is what Jalen Carter says, that Feliciano was, I guess, bringing that up and, and speaking about it. So then you think you think it's over now, right? Feliciano's probably just, let's just delete the app and let me get out of here, right? No, 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 no. This is social media, man. No, Come right. On, this, is, this is going to be like, everybody's going to be torching everybody. So one of these aggregator guys... Uh, ML football who is he's put he listens to the show this ML football takes some stuff from this show and put it out there he's a fan of the show so ML football says awful Eagles Jalen Carter alleges that during their week 13 game 49ers lineman John Feliciano was trash talking him about a car accident that resulted in the death of one of Carter's teammates if this is true this is disgusting so then John Feliciano quote tweets that and says Dude told me he was going to murder me and my kids would never see me again three times because I was laughing at him after getting a flag. I said, I believe you got a body, meaning that he was responsible for a death. Then he continued for weeks posting my family and reaching out to my friends. So football beef. In the worst way. Well, there's a lot I of mean, stuff that gets said is, on the field, man. It's not, it really shouldn't be for public consumption. Sure. But I mean, this seems extreme, though. I'm going to kill you and your kids are never going to see you again. And you're saying, well, you actually did kill somebody? Is that like, all right, so. Is that like, is that fair game? I, I mean, Jesus. Ask you a if somebody, I know you, I know how, like, you got a quick trigger. Yeah, of course I have. I've heard it, yeah, I've yeah. seen it, and you're yep. ready to, like, just snap at a moment's notice. Yeah, murders, though. No, but wait, well, you're on the field, and, and another guy is telling you that he's going to murder your family and your kids. What are you going to say back to that guy? No, no, no. Sure. In, this, in, in that. One hundred percent. That's so fair Jalen game. I'm Carter's talking about. Wrong. I'm talking about Jalen Carter coming in and saying, "I'm going to murder you." So Jalen, and Carter's you're never going to see your kids. I mean, that uh, that's that's some after, serious trash talk, especially after already being involved in a death. Yeah, that, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, I, so you take not the reaction so much right. as if John Feliciano's telling the truth, and you're going to that first. Like, you're never going to see your kids again because I'm going to kill you? So, basically... I mean, that makes the Kevin Garnett Honey Nut Cheerios line seem like nothing. <laughs> but you are you are on the side of Feliciano on this one. If he's telling the truth. Not not for not for trashing his teammate, but in this particular no, yeah, thing. Yes, yes. Be like, dude, don't be talking about murdering me when you were held right. responsible for someone else's death. But the reason that J- uh, Jalen Carter is getting involved is because of what happened between... now. Burford, Burford. Where, where did he? Where did he go to school? Is he like a buddy of Jalen Carter's? Oh, I'm just man. wondering. Did he go to Georgia with him? Uh that's a good question. Now, what? It deepens. You gotta, you gotta get in there. You gotta get into the weeds. I'm getting into the weeds. Spencer Burford went. He went to Wagner. Oh no, in San Antonio <laughs> for high school. Okay, <laughs> so I don't know where he went for college. Where did he go to college? Doesn't even say on his. Oh come on! Doesn't say on his Wikipedia. 
It just uh, oh, uh, UTSA, uh, University of Texas, San, San Antonio. Antonio. Okay. Roadrunners. Yeah, very good. Roadrunners football. We saw a roadrunner, Jerry and I, out at uh, Summit Club. Did you see that roadrunner? You were probably sinking a putt somewhere to, yeah, to you beat know. us. I don't know. Where were you guys? In the, uh, in the desert? Yeah, we were looking for a pulse. <laughs> meet me. <laughs> Coming right through. Uh, so, no, I, I I don't know if they went to a the same high school or know each other or what. I don't know. But I, I think that... I think it was more that Carter had an opportunity to trash Feliciano uh, because of what was going on. But my goodness, this is, that's some serious trash Could talk right there. Could you imagine if you were a part of NFL films, because all of these guys are pretty much mic'd up and you can hear everything? Yeah. Could you imagine some of the stuff that they must hear? Yeah, well, now, after this story, we're going back no, and forth. No, on but it. I'm just thinking just like in a normal NFL game. I mean, like the intensity and the screaming and yelling back and forth at each other. You, you can't even imagine what's being said. Yeah, I mean, this, this is why I think that they have a tough decision to make when it comes to Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid. If there's I, something in there that makes Travis Kelsey look like a really bad person, no one's going to want that out on the Chiefs. I mean, I think they got to put it out. They're not going to. Didn't, didn't Travis Kelsey say something about that? Didn't he say something about me, him being mic'd up and we'll all find out and maybe he'll release it on his podcast? I did not hear that. I'm not saying that you're wrong, but I did not hear that. No, that would be interesting. Well, I mean, it's something to talk about and something to listen for. And I wonder, the other thing, too, I wonder now... I, I really wonder, would Jason Kelsey want to come back for another year? I mean, these two guys are on the, they're the Manning brothers. I mean, they are on top of the world right now. Yeah. And I know that it's not easy playing center in the NFL. And I would, you know, look, it's his life. It's his body. I'm sure his wife in, is going to be involved in discussion. But, man, he is still relevant and a big-time relevant. And most, most centers, unfortunately, aren't. You know, yeah. they're, they're very low-key guys. Nobody really knows who. They, I mean, you know who they are if, if they're on your team. But yeah. uh, he is he has taken that and just you know blasted through it and blasted off. Like how many great centers can you just think of off the top of your head? Like Mike Webster, Dwight Stevenson, Kirk Loudermilk, <laughs> Jim La- Louis Langer, the center. Booms. Who's that? Langer. Jim. Langer. Jim Langer. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. I remember Matt Burke was a really good center for the Vikings with Dermani the Harvard. Dawson. Dermani Dawson, great center, yeah. Jim Otto. Oh, the Raiders. Yes, for the back in the 70s. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, you know, it's a handful. I think Chuck Schmidt of the uh, the Jets, I think. Was he a... I'm not familiar. Or John Schmidt, I mean. John Schmidt, I'm not the, I'm not familiar with that. If he was a center. I had the great Jim Sweeney, the great uh, Bruce Kazerski, the great uh, Dave Remington. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. Mike Devlin. I remember all my centers. Well, I would, too, if my hands were in their butt, you know? What? Your hands are right there. Yeah, my hands weren't in their yeah, butt. Yeah, they're right in the... My hands yeah, were under in, their they're butt. in there. They're in actually, between the... Actually, if you're, you're really putting right, your hands if, in if there. You wanna be, if you want to be 100% accurate... On their taint? You, yes. Okay. So I would remember them, too, if my hands were on their taint. Okay. I mean, it's very intimate down there, is it not? Yeah, but not when you're playing football. It's not like I'm tickling them or anything. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I do. It's my taint. (laughs) Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Boomer Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. I was watching some videos of the break and something came up about John Dorsey, who was the GM of the Kansas City Chiefs when Patrick Mahomes was drafted, sitting there defending his pick to the media because a lot of people believe that it was foolish and he was too raw and didn't have any footwork. And John Dorsey's like under fire from the media about drafting Patrick Mahomes. And he just stood in there and said, listen, I believe in this guy. I believe he's going to be a great football player. He's going to develop into a great football player. Yeah, and then why was he fired and let go by Andy Reid? Uh, I don't know. I, I think it was because, if I remember correctly, and I want to be accurate, if I remember correctly, he was let go by the Kansas City Chiefs after that draft because supposedly he let it out that that's who they wanted. Oh. And, uh, you know, I... I all I'm going to say is that the day that we had Patrick Mahomes in here was the day that he would have been my first draft pick overall. There was just there was no way that that kid was not going to be successful. Yeah, John Dorsey with the Lions now, not as the GM because Brad Holmes is a GM, but a senior personnel executive. So yeah. building another pretty good something, roster. Something happened between those two guys, uh, Andy Reid and John Dorsey. And, and, and the story was and had been that he had let out the cat out of the bag that they were interested in Patrick Mahomes, I think. And that was the Mitch Trubisky draft. Yes, absolutely. Where Sean Watson went up and too, got right? him. And yeah, I think Deshaun Watson was in that draft too, yeah. Yeah, he went uh, first overall to the Texans. Yes? Right, and then Trubisky won third, Se- right? Or, or second, second or third, yeah. yeah. He was the second quarterback taken. But I, I you want him, he's free now. <laughs> that, that, yeah. hey, that moment that he was in that, the studio, you, you just knew. You could tell. The fact that his dad was a professional player and he was shagging balls at Shea Stadium at the age of, what, five or six? Yeah. Come on, man. That that means that kid has been around it his whole life. Pretty good. And he was a great baseball player, too, by the way. Yeah, it helps with his throwing motion he always talks about, like yeah. turning two and things like that, yep. sidearm. 
So uh, pretty amazing. All right, Jerry, what's happening this hour? Uh, we are brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. A couple more from Kyle Shanahan from his Tuesday session with the media. Uh, the 49ers head coach came up short, man. It stinks. Everyone's goal is to win the Super Bowl, and it's great when you win playoff games. It's great when you win a championship and you get there, but get in the Super Bowl, going through that, you know, with your teammates and your families and just the whole process of it, it's always an how many pizza. It's not fun to go and lose. And he it's was amazing on that play. It was uh, third and four, and it was uh, the, the the play that everybody we were just talking about, where <clears throat> Chris Jones comes through there. Brock Purdy had three options on that play, and all three options were open. Mm. But Jones blew up the play. He blew up the play because there was a mix up in the protection. Yeah. Uh, here was one more from Shanahan. He was asked, when will he... The guy at the top of the I know, he's wide open in the end zone. Yes. Yeah. When will he sit down and actually watch the film? Um, usually when I'm ready to or when I have to. And, um, I don't think I have to anytime soon. So, But it, I'm not really ready to right now. Uh, I mean, we got home last night. Um, and I, was, I just hung out and watched Griselda Blanco with my family. Yeah, he said he's going to have to take some time before he actually puts this one on. But he will get to it eventually. Now, today in Kansas City, you'll have the parade for the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes was with McAfee yesterday. He said that dad bod might return at the parade, even though he really doesn't have one. He's blaming the uh, the camera and a bad shot of him when that went viral. It was a bad angle, so but uh, <laughs> a bad angle in the long term, so I might bring it back out. Uh, no, I'm for sure going to have a few Coors Lattes. Um, uh, I'm going to have a good time with my teammates. Yeah, he's certainly getting used to doing it. He was also on CNN uh, when he was at Disneyland. And I'm not going to get into the exact question. It's something to do with um, conspiracy theories. And it was just something to make Taylor Swift make Joe Biden more yeah, popular it, for the exactly presidency. The blah, blah, blah. Right. So here was uh, here was mm-hmm. Mahomes. There's always some conspiracy theories out there. I just try to enjoy football with my family. And uh uh, i got to stay off social media as much as possible. Probably a very good idea to stay off social media, the land of idiots, including myself. So <laughs> with that, I take you to, which is somewhat in line with the Super Bowl, I take you to the Paper Route podcast. Any idea? What? Any idea what the Paper Route podcast is? Uh, is it Eric and Ron Konkama? <laughs> no, it's Brandon Marshall, uh, former uh, CBS colleague uh, okay. of yours, former yes. Jet. Um, so he brought up the point how Kanye West was at the Super Bowl and bought tickets that were right underneath Taylor Swift's suite. But Taylor Swift wasn't having it uh, as Kanye was looking for publicity. He had a ma- uh, mask on with his logo on a mask, mm-hmm. right? Typical Kanye. Taylor Swift gets pissed off. She boom, boom, makes a call or two. Everybody's involved. He gets kicked out the stadium. He says Kanye uh, West got kicked out of the stadium. This is what your guy Brandon Marshall is claiming. I didn't hear anything like that. Right. That's why the story's so hot. Hot tea, hot tea. Got kicked out the stadium. He was trying to leverage her celebrity to... Because he's right. like, they're not going to cut to him, so he's like, I'm going to strategically position myself. Mm, he tried, and then uh, Brandon Marshall will say, you got to remember the history between these two. So now you got to go back to the beef, you know, him cutting her off. Right, yeah. It's like, you know, Beyonce should have won it, and then years after, and just that whole relationship. But that's what he tried to do, man. He tried to sit in front of Taylor Swift. And it didn't work because she won that. Good for Brandon. Who knew? I didn't know that Well, story. I mean, if it's if it's true, right? I mean, don't you think that... Kanye West getting thrown out of a Super Bowl wearing a mask would have shown up on somebody's phone at some point? I would think that would have been Security huge. comes down and huge. takes him out? Yes. I mean, hey, all I know is that Taylor Swift had a, the perfect suite. And that he wouldn't be screaming about this? Yeah. 
Of course. I don't know. It's somewhere out there, man. It's got to be somewhere. Uh, that, this is the first I've heard of it. You know what I could see is maybe somebody finding out that he bought a ticket in front of the suite and then making sure that he didn't get there. But so, if he was already there and pulled out of there, that would have been everywhere. So that I don't know. But there, I said to Al before, there is a photo of him walking in with this... It's, it's a hat mask where it covers his entire head with the logo on his face. Yeah. And it looks like he's walking in with his girlfriend. I just don't know if that's a current photo from that day or not, but that went along with this story. Interesting. Now, you know that his current girlfriend, Bianca Sensori, I think, barely wears any clothes in public. She was wearing essentially just this plastic tarp the other day, walking around and you could see everything on really? her. Really? Yeah, she she does not. She very huh. rarely wears clothing in public. It's 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 one hell of a spectacle. That who was walking near the wind the other day when you guys were doing the show? <laughs> no. Although we did see a lot of skin in that situation as well, but I did hear Oh, that's right. You weren't there. I wasn't there. No. Yeah, that was that was something. Wait, nice little send off. Yeah, I heard it was. It would have been. Hey, show me your breasts. Okay, <laughs> hey, there you they know, are. The the interesting thing for me about this Kanye West thing is, like, how did he know where Taylor Swift was going to be? I don't know. I, I'm not believing this story. The quite only thing frankly. about because well, you, you make sense when you say that maybe she got wind that he bought the tickets and they didn't allow it, but he said kicked out of the stadium. I know. That's why I don't believe it. Because, I don't know. All right, let's go to Rob in New Jersey. What's going on, Rob? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, man. I just heard you talking about, and I see all over Facebook people talking about Kanye get thrown out. So I just did a little digging, and I saw that uh, Kanye actually had a suite with the rapper Ty Dollar Sign. Okay. Ty Dollar Sign. So was- <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, very famous rapper. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ty yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so I don't think he was ever in, in front of... Uh, Taylor Swift that got thrown out of the stadium or anything like that. Well, he definitely didn't get thrown out of the stadium. He was in the Ty Dollar Sign suite. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks, Rob. Yeah, I mean, this is why I don't believe that. Now, you want to tell me that they said you can't sit here because Taylor Swift's right above you and we know that you guys have problems is the last thing we need and they'll go find another place to go and he texts Ty Dollar Sign and says, yeah, come up to my suite. Maybe that happened. Uh, you know, but I mean, I, they're getting thrown out and security throwing him out of the stadium. There's no way in hell that that happened. Ty Dollar Sign. I think we need to have like a <laughs> different monikers. Ty Dollar Sign has done well for himself. You mean us? Me yeah. and you? Yeah, me, you, Jerry. <laughs> what, like, what, like, what could Jerry go by? Dumbass. <laughs> Dumbass is worth thirty you know, million dollars. You, you pretty do, good. You could do dumbass with the the s's as dollar sign. Oh, I like that dumbass dollar sign. I do like that dumbass dollar sign. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works, man. That's pretty you, good. You, you, something for Al. Ass looking face. <laughs> <laughs> Al, I'm sorry. That's your buddy in there doing that. That's not me. No, I understand. I see what goes on. <laughs> All right, okay. Ass looking face. That's <laughs> uh, funny. Uh, Celtics beat the Nets 118 110, 41 for Jason Tatum. Nets in Boston tonight. You've got the Knicks visiting Orlando tonight. Uh, Knicks filing that protest with the ending in Houston. The Magic uh, last night did lose. They retired Shaq's number 32 at halftime. St. John's, a loss to Providence and a very disappointed John Minko. Oduro, baseline far, five seconds, checked by Edgefor. Loops it up and good with the right hand. Another big time basket by 
by Odoro. Right underneath the hoop. Baseline far. 74-70. Providence goes up by four with 41.5 to play. Hockey Hall and <laughs> yes. Uh, so St. John's did lose last night in Providence. 75-72 was the final score. Also of note, Syracuse beat number 7 North Carolina 86-79. You will have Seton Hall and Xavier tonight, and number 1 UConn is at DePaul. Another one from Carlos Mendoza, new Met manager. You got pitchers and catchers down in Florida and Arizona. He says, I am not here just to be the manager. I'm here to win. I know what I signed up for. You know, I've been, I've been in New York for the past six years, and I know that expectations here and it's not different right uh they're dying we want to win as, as much as uh, as they want to what <laughs> they're dying we're, we're dying we're dying who's dying <laughs> i think what I he was trying to I say mean, i guess we all are dying yeah. well dying we are to win. Oh, okay. true. every breath we take is one closer to that but yes oh, Jesus, Gary. <laughs> well he said it not me i just confirmed I mean, what he said that know, don't do we we how about right Audrey's geo why me <laughs> Because you're the one just said, oh, every breath we take is like we're closer to the what end. What did you just say? I said, well, we're all dying. Right. Yeah. And then you like, I just confirmed it. You, just, you love that conversation. I don't know. I don't, actually. Yeah, it's don't. quite depressing, but it happens to be true. Jeez. It's Jerry, you love that conversation. I don't. No, I don't. Um, the Devils were in Nashville where uh, Matt Lachlan and Chico Resch took in the sights. And they also took in the sight of another Devils win. Nashville. Sends it up the boards, grabbed by Pilat, finds Fred with a shot, blocking away, and then it went in. Did that go off the blocker pad of Saros and in for all the good he's done? He yields the second goal. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you're a ha ha ha. It's amazing because Chico's an ex-goalie. You would think that he would feel bad for a goalie. No, I think because this goalie in particular played pretty well last night, and it took the Devils quite a while to kind of break through, and then they did scoring. Uh, that guy plays like Ken Dryden against the Rangers. I, I understand. Last night, the Devils got three past him, and then an empty net goal as they win 4-2. to two. Um, Nico Dawes, 30 saves, another good start in net. The Islanders lost to the Kraken in a shootout 2-1. Patrick Waugh, we've got to stop turning the puck over. If we keep the other team, I mean... Under 11 chance with the goalie that we have, I mean, we'll win some hockey games. But, I mean, like I said, I mean, it goes back to this. We need to be better with that puck. We need to make better decisions. Could you imagine how good we would think of the Islanders if they would win these games after regular? They've got 13 losses in overtime or a shootout. That's a lot. No, (laughs) that is a lot. And it might keep them out of the playoffs. I mean, even if you take five of them, you would make, you know, you give them 27 wins. I don't know. It's just crazy. See, this is the point about that team is that if they do get into the playoffs, they're going to be a pain in the ass to play against. Yes. Because, you know, you're not going to be doing these shootout games and all this other stuff. You're going to have to play physical defensive hockey, and you got to wait until somebody makes a mistake in order to beat them. Elias Sorokin, 29 saves in the loss, 22-18 and 13 for the Isles. The Devils with their win, 27-21 and 4. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. You needed a reminder to ask Al Duke something, is what you said going into the last break. Boomer, so what is that? Well, so we spent a lot of time in Las Vegas. Nine days, ten days, in fact, right? Nine, ten? No, I think it was nine. Nine. Yeah. And Al kept showing me photos of Whimsy Girl and, and how she was being taken care of and seemed like she had been enjoying herself. Yeah, sure did. Right, and you left her in there an extra day, right? Well, because I wasn't sure what time I'd get back. Right, so you went and got her yesterday. I did. How was the the meeting with her? Was she happy to see you, or is she unhappy to see you? Did she, she want to stay there? Or what 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 happened? Indifferent. She was very indifferent when I saw her. Um, she was wow. mad at you then. Yeah, I think so. But she is like that when I go pick her up. From no matter where I leave her, she she yeah <sighs> just acts like she doesn't know who I am. I mean, she'll go with me, but she's not like all excited but if i bring her home and then walk out the door for a minute and come back in then she's excited that i'm there <laughs> very bizarre <laughs> really so strange. like i was gonna say like i know elvis was probably happy to see you oh, jumping all over you right yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah all, all going crazy he does the whole he does the he hits you with the paw you know yeah. he, he wants more attention exactly and uh yeah he's tail wagging going crazy yeah yeah so she was not her tail what was not wagging no. when you went to go pick her up yesterday was not no like she was PO'd, like you dropped me off, he didn't take me with you, that kind of thing? No, just like, uh, here's a driver that's going to come pick me up and take me somewhere else. That's how she treated me. Yeah, I think it's like more it like, driver. like he that I got to leave this place that was heaven and go back with this zero. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah. probably what she was thinking. Eddie, you're, you're the dog whisperer. What do you, what do you think this uh, the situation is all about? Sometimes dogs just react that way sort of low-key maybe she's little doesn't know what's going on exactly so it could be that and it could you know it doesn't necessarily mean that she hates al <laughs> she better not by the way that bill very pricey yeah i was gonna ask you so I, I did see your instagram story so i know how much it was but we set the over under at a thousand did we or was it more than that i think i set it at uh 1200 1200 okay so and it was it was right there it was like 1300 okay all right so they wanted um, a tip too which i didn't what yeah when i went to pick her up they charge it to the card and then they want a tip was really? boomer was boomer there a tip on 1200 dollars yeah but i had I to mean, get something though they everyone wants a tip yeah that was that's interesting i i've never seen i, I mean would you have expected to see that boomer even you uh, Tipmaster USA, would you have? Uh, you don't know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I've, I'm trying to think. <sighs> so they they told you how much per day it was going to cost. Well, I, yeah, I saw on like the website what it cost. They didn't. They didn't give me a, a rundown of what it was. But there is a person who's there that's pretty much taking care of your dog. And no, it's just a whole team because they, you know it's twenty four seven for right. ten straight days. It's got to be a various groups of people hmm. yeah I, I would have to see the place and i would have to see the person that you're dealing with as to whether or not that would be appropriate yeah i mean i don't 
I, it, it seems strange to me. That I'm sorry. It seems it, that that one. Like, do you tip the groomer when you drop the dog off at the groomer? No, right? No, it's no. so random. Tip this, don't tip that. There's no rhyme or reason to it anymore. And now I think businesses just put it on there for what the hell? Why not? Yeah, no matter what it is. That was the thing about the win that I actually did like. No tip, like it was already built into the. You know, like so if the, if you got room service or something, it was already built in. Oh, okay. So there was no amb- ambiguity about it. Yeah, but then some people would be. Now you always tip the person who's bringing you the food or the room service, but then maybe maybe some people don't. They're like, wait a second, I got an extra service fee on this thing now for this. Right. Well, this I mean, forty dollar hamburger. And the people that did bring room service said, hey, you know, like you know, gratuity's already involved. Okay. I so like, great, took all the pressure off and. But also eliminates the whole purpose of the tip. Yeah, I know it it's does. The whole thing doesn't make sense. Yeah, but I gotta, but I gotta say, at, at both at both hotels, the room service was great, and they were very prompt and very good. And when I saw that both hotels had already had the tip built in, uh, I think that's one of the reasons why they were so prompt and so good. Okay, but you could also make the case that when it's built in, they're going to get it no matter what. So the level of service but, but could it, decrease. It, it it could, but in this in in both instances that I had room service, both instances were great, and both both guys basically said, you know, by the way, Mister Sizen, our gratuity is already included, so no worries about that. You, can we can you know come in and sit up your table? Maybe that was sweet service because. Did you get room service? Did you get that? I, I did not get like room service. I had the room serviced. You follow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and before I had asked you about like the tip, I, I, I asked one of the people in the hallway with the card. I said, "Hey, I didn't see an envelope." She goes, "Oh, you need an envelope?" I was like, "Well, no, no, no for you." And she's like, "Oh, no, just put it on the pillow. Thank you." So, I was then locked into leaving a tip when I didn't have to. So the stewardess on the plane when. We landed. You ever see those big like cylinders where money is just flying around? People are grabbing it. That's sort of what I felt like when we were leaving that plane because of the conversation we had on the air that all of us were in on and then everybody else on the plane heard <laughs> because they were listening to the show. That stewardess on the way home. She walked out with $28,000. <laughs> I mean, people were, hey, do you have Venmo? Do you have this? I don't have any cash. And she's like, guys, stop. It's it's okay. It's okay. There was just money raining down from the sky. It was like, you know, I'm proud of you guys. It's insane. You know why? Because you figured it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, with, with I mean, very was, clear instruction. Yeah, but this was a little bit different. Like, uh, uh, Brittany, you, you had her going back and forth, back and forth, because you guys get loaded on the way out there. But now as we were coming back, you're all tired. You just had a bagel and orange juice, so you probably didn't feel like you, you, you needed to really tip her a lot. No, but we, no, we I did. I did the same thing, same amount. All right, yeah. good. That's fine. Good. You feel good about yourself. I mean, Eddie, the second he got on the plane, he was panicking about the... He's Correct. Like, Does anybody have change of this? When should I do it now? Should I do it later? <laughs> When land midair, maybe when we have a moment, maybe like, you, you right. were just chill out in my head. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and so, did I do an okay thing by tipping the room service at the win? Yeah, that's very nice of you. Assuming it was the same person every day. Well, I mean, maybe yeah. they share or nah, something. No, they're not sharing. And by they're the way, at, at the other place, not once did they, they go in the room. Did you put the thing on? I did, uh, and I was out all day on Sunday. Obviously, listen, as you know, I'm, I don't want to. 
we had a tremendous, tremendous we time. Did, we did, great. we did, yes. That second hotel was a D. Although what, what I liked about it, it was, since it was a lot smaller, much easier to not get lost in there and find the damn exits. Yeah, I, I, I suppose. But that if I was the manager at a hotel, I'd have some. I'd, I'd make some changes. It, yeah, but it's not his fault. I mean, is it? it uh, the other thing too, it falls at the feet of the head coach, does kinda, it not? It's kind of like where they are. Two that kind of puts it in a weird spot. You look out the window and there's a parking garage. Yeah, not great. Not great. Not great. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 